Hello everybody and thank you very much for downloading this podcast. Um, we have a treat for you as we head into the uh, festive year as we are joined by Minnie Cine. Hello Woody and Alan, thank you for being here. Hello. Hi. That was really perky. Sorry. <laughs> hi, hi. Really perky. Yeah, screw that. We're starting again. There'll be no perky now, I'm only kidding. Um, Woody and I go way back with a, a long-time book clubber um, and and just general friend. But you and I only met last year. Um, oh, yes. Via Mini Cine, and it feels like we have a huge amount in common, so... Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of thrilled. the Mini Cine way. Just keeps them at arm's <laughs> Never get a word in. This that's is This true. is why you told me that people who read books don't watch movies and now understanding <laughs> <laughs> purely to keep us apart yes it is i don't know what would happen if if we'd known each other this whole time but nothing probably nothing. we'd have just watched television yeah. it's taken Wasn't us about good? 40 minutes to start recording Press record. <laughs> so. yeah well um just for anybody out there who's not familiar mini cine is uh, uh an independent cinema project that operates um out, out of leeds in yorkshire could you tell us a little bit about the history how it got started stuff like that yeah, that's usually my cue. Um, so, uh, Mini Cine started in 2010. Um, there were a couple, uh, Danny and Adele, I think they found a venue here at Armand Mills, uh, which if you don't know is a nice little 26 seat replica 1920s picture house. Um, with, it's very Lynchian. Yeah. Very red. Um, velvet, red velvet curtains um everything in fact is yeah. yeah brilliant uh, nice little ticket booth beautiful um and i think they got a bit of like arts council funding to do kind of like a year's worth of hmm. uh, screens and then when that came to an end they did one back to cork and my mate uh mike mckenney uh, who was doing an ma in film societies at the time took over and asked me to come on board and help out with a bit of short film programming had you ever done it? I know you were an avid um, um, film buff, but had you ever done anything like that before? A little bit, yeah. I'd, um, I'd studied uh, TV and film design at uni, and then when I came to Leeds, um, I met a guy who was looking to get into directing, I wanted to do screenwriting. Um, we'd been told that like Leeds was the best place outside of London to get that thing type of thing started, but networking was proving really hard for us mm. so we were like well let's just do some we'll run our own networking events do some short film programming there as a icebreaker mm. um and then get people talking and hopefully something will happen um so yeah we did some short film stuff there and then that kind of slowed down and eventually just kind of stopped mm. and it was at that point that mike asked me to come on board so it was like yeah sure so how long have you been <coughs> 2011 then 11 12 2011 yeah I think last time was, it's coming up to about four years. I think mm. I've been doing this now, which is weird. What about yourself, Abby? How did you how did you get involved? Um, I've been involved for about two years out of the five that Mini Cine have been running. Um, and I saw on Twitter, I think I followed Mini Cine. I don't know why or how. I just like the M, and I like that it was about films. And I I was one of those annoying people that always meant to come but never did. Mm. Um, which now I'm. The enemy of um no um and i saw that you posted you needed a baker because they, they did serve cakes back then as mm. well um and i was getting really into baking because it's quite depressed in my job and things like that so i was just baking cakes cakes constantly you there's no explanation <laughs> beyond cakes cakes yeah. is the full stop there mm -hmm. um <laughs> and i thought yeah that sounds really good i'd like to do this and i emailed asking could I do it? And here's an idea for your next screening, what cake I could do. 
and then Woody said I've got the, the role and then the first time I met him to give him the cakes that I'd made <laughs> so we hadn't met but I'd baked cakes so I just found you in Leeds and Nation Shopkeepers oh, yeah. I think and just yeah. went here's two cakes and then I asked you about enjoy your movie yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird like in a trench coat and things sunglasses and smoking bows <laughs> and um under and the table. <laughs> I mean, I've already the clandestine <laughs> cakes. Oh, yeah. Ticking yeah, definitely. I think it was, um, like, so prior to that, I'd, I'd been working for about... Oh, oh is that my phone? I'm off. sorry oh, if I've just no. ruined the... Uh... It's all right. We'll keep, we'll keep going. So, um... Sorry. sorry so, we'd been going for... Well, I've been involved for about a year uh, with Mike and a couple of other guys, Jamie and Adam, who had been helping out, like, deliver um, screenings and stuff. And we were trying to get the format together, and during that time we um, put forward, put ourselves forward for the Cinema for All, mm. or the British Federation of Film Societies, as it was back then, uh, the annual awards, mm. and we ended up winning like best film programming um, based off of the shorts, which I was really proud of, which yeah. was cool. Um, and then after that, everyone left <laughs> uh, for one reason or another, mostly just organic. Um, that was yeah, the time. <clears throat> they have and there is something about winning something like that as well, isn't there? It puts it comes a cap. to an end. Yeah. Yeah. If you were looking for a uh, time to go, that's a good time. <laughs> yeah, really, when it was it? good. It was kind mm. of in terms of circumstances and stuff that they were going to be moving on anyway, kind yeah. of thing. But I took that as like, well, that's cool. That was in like September, so I was like, well, if I give myself like two, three months mm. to figure out how I want to run things and tweak kind of what we've already, you know, refined what we've already been working on, uh, that would work out really nice. And then I ended up doing it on my own for a year. Mm. <laughs> I remember that year. Which you were running a little ragged. Which wasn't, yeah, wow, yeah. Wow, you saw Woody in the dark year. Yeah. Barely. That was how we knew he was so busy. Yeah. It was just a shadow going around yeah. the corner. And you like, like there was Woody. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I think you, like, you've pointed out a couple of times, like after you first came on, because you ended up doing something at a Cinema for All event. Yeah. Where they tell you about starting up your own film society and it's like the first bullet point. Rule number one. Don't do it on your own. Don't do it on your own. And like she just sent me a picture of it and was like, "Do you hear this? Did, did like, somebody yeah. not send you this yeah. beforehand?" All right. Well, if I had the time, I would have gone. But, but I um, mean, I, I so to to sympathise with yeah. you, I, I would say starting anything is tricky and it's difficult. Mm. And when you're starting something that you want to go well, you've such an idea in your head that you can't really articulate it to anybody until it starts to work. Yeah. So I'm actually totally on board. I get you've it. got so much enthusiasm, you just go full steam ahead. You don't know you're tired for like a year after. Yeah. Well, that was it. It wasn't until Abby came on that I was like, wow, I did a lot. Mm. You know what I mean? Just like for one person. Mm. Like, well, oh. let's break it down. So the structure of the year, you, you have four quarters that you divide into seasons. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. We now have three. Three. This is the because first we year we've screen. given ourselves some so, time off. So, just in case anyone doesn't know, we're, we're mini cine. We ran five years. It was community cinema or social cinema, however you want to say it. Basically, it's more about an experience than just the film. So, there's a themed cake and there might be extra events like a talk or an intro. Um, and we'll, 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 um, we'll screen a film. We screen a couple of shots before that film. Um, and we screen cool, classic, independent and foreign cinema. That's usually our like ethos of cinema we want to expose. Mm. Um, usually some screenings that I've never, films that I've never screened in Leeds until we screened them. Yeah. Either in New Yorkshire or England sometimes. Mm. Um, and the structure we go with that we developed together as we start to work together the past year before the second year mm. um, was to develop seasons to kind of 
have a link between these films and think really try and discover something mm. rather than just like when you go to the cinema naturally you kind of go you come out you chat about it and then it's over yeah whereas this was like there's more to discover there's more to say and everyone's got really great stories about going to the cinema and these feelings of atmosphere mm. and yeah. we go so much more than anywhere else in europe yeah, certainly the irish i know we have a, a yeah. reputation for it yeah. but i think we're, we're quite a high cinema attending society and yet it doesn't we don't have the tools to converse about it, I think, in quite the but, same yeah, way. Yeah, until, until the internet. Because yeah. then it was like, yeah. everybody can review anything, everyone can get on. <coughs> it's, yeah. um, it's difficult to hear but over the At the same time, like, generally, like, a lot of uh, audience numbers are declining, obviously, with mm. streaming, and you, know, you can mm. download stuff a lot more easy now. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Downloads? I must look this up, it sounds interesting. Maybe not necessarily. Legal. Not in <laughs> But yeah, uh, I mean, there was the University of Sheffield did some uh, some study work I think last year, and they had noticed that I think it's from like sixteen to twenty five year olds, like that age group. Um, hardly any of the people that they spoke to really had any desire to go to the cinema because they could just watch it. They'd much rather prefer watching it on like a handheld device yeah. on their own in the dark. Losers. So, um, that, so, we, so we're more about the shared experience of yeah, cinema. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, and it's um, and as well, going back to like the the season structure. Obviously, from like our point of view, we want to grow our mm. audience as much as possible. Yeah. Although there's only twenty six seats here, we like the idea that you know um, those people get to know each other. Yeah. Even not necessarily talk to. There's that familiarity, um, but if you're only doing single kind of screenings once a month it's very easy just to come to one and then never mm. come again mm. but if you've got those that seasonal structure and yeah. we do like a season pass so you can you can pay for all three films for a reduced price so that then you're committing to three mm. and hopefully by that time yeah. we've you know you get over that three film hump hopefully we've you're committed yeah. that's it we've got part you. of the part of the family from yeah. that point onwards yeah. then so and and you know even though there's like a theme each of the films is very different from each other kind mm. of thing so yes yeah. so there's something to link them together and it's kind of about um making it an experience so it's not just the film even though that's a big part of it so with the theme you get to theme the cake around it mm. and programming in an interesting way so you're programming thinking about an audience and thinking about an experience that they can have rather than it being we're going to put this film on mm. well I, I don't know it. whether it would be the same but I found that I read book club books slightly differently to how I read for myself I read them mm. with an eye to discussing yeah. them with a oh such and such a person mentioned that yeah. last time and it, it just it, it has expanded the way I read and, 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 and there's also times when I'm reading personal books and it's yeah. nice to know I can just like this and not have to explain why yeah, even in my have own head kind of yeah you know. absolutely and there are films that I've watched on my own and like I've enjoyed kind of thing but actually you know then if we've screened it mm. hearing the reaction from the audience you know you learn to appreciate it a whole lot more absolutely, as well absolutely yeah I've had really. a few of those um, and I think that's it is like you can you can actually get more out of watching a film with an audience I mean one of the other things is that I'm conscious of is we've had a real um, saturation of stories whether it's in book or film mm. form there's more being produced mm. than there mm. has been at any other point mm. in, in, in history um, and some of it's absolutely amazing but it's getting more and more tricky to find it and to narrow yeah. it down what you like and not to become yeah. you know, tied to reading or watching the same stuff because that's what you've watched yeah. before there's the yeah. safety net yeah. finding new stories or new ways of telling stories is a lot harder and stuff especially when you've got 
you know, I th- it, personally, I found it quite refreshing when kind of Marvel kicked off. I loved what they were doing with the whole mm. this whole uni- you know cinematic universe and stuff like that. But it's now got to the point where it feels very well, it's like, cookie cutter again, yeah. which was obviously what people were against before. With well, personally, I mean, I, well, I very much enjoyed Ant Man, and I've loved Paul Rudd since mm. Clueless. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, this is a long-standing relationship Big here. Love for Paul Rudd. I did the same. You know, I think it was like the same month that we discovered that Black Widow will yet again not be on the Age of Ultron, and she will not be getting her own toy, and she will not yeah. be getting her own movie. Was the same you know week that they decided to release a film about a small squirrely white guy who's given opportunities not based on any talent and i was like how yeah. did i watched this one already mm. well, like where are the Spending, other stories yeah. within that pantheon well, to, to be told the trailer for uh, civil war just came out and i remember watching that and it was just the bromance or lack of it between like all the male characters and it was like oh I think I saw Scarlet. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like she gets yeah. like one, one makes one point, and then that's it. Yeah, and and I think when it began, you were watching, you know, like the Hulk, the two Hulk films that didn't necessarily work are really different from one another. Like yeah. you feel like they tried to to go down different mm. routes. Um, and Iron Man two couldn't be more tonally different from the Iron mm. Men that precede and follow it. Whether you like it or not, they yeah. they were taking risks. Mm. And then I thought once once Ant Man lost Edgar Wright, and I was not entirely enthused about watching like Ant-Man I was always a shame I should just say one time back in the 70s one time he accidentally clipped his wife in the face in the comics and that's it Ant-Man's a wife beater across history and I'm not saying I'm buying into that I am aware that it but I'm still like like, were there no other stories to Uh tell well I think that's what's so important why we exist and why Disney tries to do it taken to get like the black Panther story oh, like, yeah. they've been talking about that for years now kind of thing it's like well pull your finger on just like what's holding you back mm. I don't mm. understand what you like if you can do it for all these other people uh, that just happen to be white like there's I, I yeah. I'm just tired of noticing the lack of like diverse stories diverse people I'm just tired of the conversation even it should be something we should be moving on from mm. and just it should just be happening and if you're what, tired you know, as well yes then mini city is the <laughs> place to go <laughs> well it's just because the seasonal structure we you know we try and kind of consciously and subconsciously we we kind of go on characters and, and mm. stories of people or, 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 myth, or, or fictional characters and so much so like on our website most of the little thumbnails are the faces of yeah. the characters because that's what we're getting in touch with that's your linking with this world mm. and we hope to show diverse stories especially if we pick like a country of cinema yeah, want to show maybe different sides that you might not have seen of it or, or you know we said that about like Nordic season at the beginning of this year um, we wanted to I mean what was the kind of We'll sometimes come up with like a bit of a hokey kind of tagline to it, but I think with that one it was um, dispelling myths and creating legends. <laughs> nice. Which was like nice. Cool, Nothing yeah. pretentious there yeah. at all. At all, I like that. Yeah. I like was, that quite uh, a lot. Barry, who was helping us out at the time, Barry, he yeah, pulled that one out of the bag. It was like nice one. Huh? But um, that whole idea was that we were going to show stuff from obviously from the Nordic region that wasn't girl with the dragon tattoo. Or you know the the you know jumper I mean? mystery solves. Yeah, which I love as well. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Place. But there's so much more going on than yeah. the So we did a few. Can I just say the book really is better than the film <laughs> when it comes to the girl with the dragon tattoo. <laughs> really, <version>? really is. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but Finch's version does look nice. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the soundtrack was pretty. I was like, hey, Trent, yeah, yeah, rock that one, rock away. <laughs> Although I remember like me and you having a conversation oh. about it, and you just going batshit crazy for about fifteen minutes about. I don't uh, think that sounds like me at all. Like cables, like no. computer cables. No. She wouldn't use those. No, I don't. No, no, no. Yeah. This doesn't sound like me at all. And and you look very tired. It's good Abby is here helping you. You do. You should probably go lie down. And he often doesn't know what he's doing. Like that is it. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, so in the end, yeah. What did we come up with in the end? So like a Norwegian sex comedy. Which? It was a Swedish sex comedy, but we did have a different oh, film, sorry. but we couldn't get Swedish. it. But apparently, it was a Norwegian Sweden sex comedy. Is Known. It was Norwegian. Was it okay? Norwegian. It was Norwegian. Norwegian. Um, is n- known for sex, co- teen sex comedies, but it was way more than that when you watch the film. Yeah, um, it's definitely pushed along as if it might be kind of like a kind of American Pie style, rural American mm. Pie. Norwegian but it wasn't. Pie. It was really good, really good coming of age thing. And then we did uh, Village at the End of the World, which is like a documentary about Greenland and what it's like for the citizens that work there and mm. live there. There's like one shop. That's the only job. There's like and about 50 the uni- people in this little community. It's amazing. It's like heaven. I have this thing where I either want to live in a city or by myself on the side of a mountain somewhere two yeah. hours from civilization. <laughs> I don't want a village. I've done that already. <laughs> no, thank you. Small towns, manageable. But yeah, on, on either side there, I quite like. Um, yeah, and then, it's a good one to think about then. What did we finish off with? Oh, and then we did um, the Baltari film collection which was a selection of short films inspired by the music of Sigaro or Sigaros Sigaros uh, whatever you want to call them he's done most of the soundtrack for um, Sense8 mm. the Netflix um, mm. made by uh, yeah. the Coens and the Babylon 5 guy whose name is J. Michael Good pronunciation. Good pronunciation, thank you. And I mean, I I think his music is phenomenal, but there's something really haunting about it, so that sounds Mm. great. Yeah, it was. It sounds quite interesting, a very different way of. Yeah, some of them were were good, really nice. Some of them were a bit pretentious, as you can imagine. But again, it it was nice to see how one aspect of culture from that area had inspired because obviously there were filmmakers from all over the world yeah. so it was interesting to see their interpretation mm-hmm. of stuff so yeah like Floria Sigismondi um, did one the one with John Hawkes mm. and Elle Fanning which couldn't be any more pretentious but that was like set in kind of like way out west kind of like New Mexico or somewhere like that kind of thing so it was interesting it kind of com- accumulated the fact that we do celebrate short film mm. for the feature yeah. Yeah. and just looking at it, what is it like as a feature yeah it's a bunch of short films and we kind of link we that's when we started to do the season pass which is like, like again that themed kind of because you know when you used to go to the cinema and you used to get cardboard ticket stuff it's nice to be a little, little nerd like yeah, from collecting 10 and them. I've got a book full of them and they're not even from great films like oh no but I still I do now. actually found, found a ticket for The Matrix there a few years yeah, back yeah, which yeah. has led me to believe I should really tidy out I was, <laughs> I was looking through some from just this year for like when I was moving house and uh, there's a couple of ticket stubs I don't remember seeing that film yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know you're watching t- yeah. but like um, <laughs> so you wanted like something physical to take away but we're kind of like paper free in terms of you don't bring a ticket don't print out a ticket yeah. we don't want to see like a crappy receipt no, you know just we believe you have got a list of names so um we came up with the season pass if you were going to see our films each season pass is themed with the season so the nordic season we had a passport and the stamps that you get in your passport with that style for like the stamps of the films yeah and you could draw your picture if you wanted but like um and just things like that um 
and just to add that extra value that, that the kind of we think larger cinema like more mm. is missing that kind of attachment that experience but it, i think that makes so much sense because mm. within the book book clubs we've ended up having like a little cake session and music yeah. session yeah, yeah, we yeah, put yeah. On trailers and all the rest of it and it's about having that almost a complete tactile experience mm. around it's it's fundamentally i think we're both doing the same thing which is yeah. we're providing service to share stories yeah and it's how you respond whether that's in book form or in film yeah. form how you explore those how you yeah. can break them down the idea is that, as well is that we're, even if you don't enjoy the film we want you to have enjoyed the, enjoyed the fact that you've been there kind of thing and we always kind of say that i think it's something that and it's definitely something that like multiplexes and stuff are missing out on is that your the experience starts before you even step inside the venue mm-hmm. you know what I mean? um and uh, you know you go to a multiplex you don't know anyone there mm. the next time you go it's completely different staff you know huge turnover or you know the fact that they're on shifts and stuff like that you know I used to go to the Cottage Road cinema quite a bit mm. and the fact that it was always the same like three yeah. people that were staffed there they got to know me and I got to know them and it felt like like I, it wasn't just like oh Neve's popping out to the cinema it's like mm. I'm on my little excursion into mm. Funland you know Hyper Picture House like for me it, that's my favourite cinema it's gorgeous I love that and the staff there are brilliant you know um, shout out to Hyper Picture House yeah shout out to Hyper Picture House but they do a great job of you know cultivating an audience and you know staying in touch yeah. um, with their audience and stuff which I think mm. you know even a lot of like independent cinemas just you know no, they're not. They're also, they're also really good online, and I think that's yeah. something that mm. the smaller independent, whether that be cinemas, bookshops, clothes shops, the smaller independents just don't seem to have grasped it's, that yeah it, it, that nettle the way that they could. It's one know? thing to kind of give, just constantly give information. Yeah. But just engaging. Yeah, and it's mm. like putting across a personality as well, which is something that we were always kind of, you know, aware of kind of thing. It's like. We can just say, come to the mills, we're showing this film, yeah. and be done with it. But actually, you know, it's nice just to have a bit of a laugh about like different bits and pieces. I mean, you guys do it really well with, well, you do it really well with like, <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? well, that's what it is, it's about people as a person behind it. But I think and like... Because like, even if they sorry. don't know, sorry, I was just going to say, even if they're not fussed about the film, yeah. or, you know, they have no real interest in coming to see a, a screening just yet... Because if people have become the... very childlike about expecting, yeah. they expect to be delighted and enthralled and thrilled and fascinated with every book, yeah. with every film, with every TV mm. show. I mean, they're also still watching reality TV and mm. buying cheap tatty magazines and the Inquirer. I'll hold my hand up to that every now and again. But we, we seem to have, ex- we expect the full experience without necessarily doing any of the yeah. research yeah, behind yeah. it. Like, we've had books that have bombed but we've had the best conversations around them and then we've had ones that people were just a bit meh about and they're not good you can't draw anything out from that so I I kind of think when you come (coughs) to book club you could hate the book but that shouldn't mean that you don't have a really great evening I think if it draws a feeling out of you that's the main thing like the thing I found with cinema recent-ish times I come out feeling very indifferent. Yeah. And that annoys me the most. Mm. I just think, the... And they're always two and a half hours long of indifference. And I just think, okay. Hmm. Weren't film, then films used to be like an hour and a half. Children's hour and a half. films the film is 99 minutes long. I'm in love with it before it's even started. An hour and a half, but they still found time to give you breathing space to kind of process what you were watching. Yeah. yeah. Whereas so many films now, you go along and it's just like... But like comedies, rom-coms, everything. Straight to the point. And it's, it's just like, like Jesus, just... 
like, give me a minute to well, one of the things that, like, um, I watch children's movies all the time. Me too. Yeah. I love them. Um, and I love old classic Disney. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the, you know, Renaissance Disney. Mm-hmm. I love the Pixar stuff. But I was, I was chatting to a friend of mine and she was like, well, we've got to go and watch something. Um, oh, I hate it. They never write anything for the adults. And you know when you're sort of like, we have become so used to the idea that as parents or guardians or whatever, we'll be entertained alongside our kids. Mm. It's become an expectation. Mm. Whereas actually, fundamentally, as long as the little people are enjoying themselves and and quiet, isn't that the main main point? And with, with books as well, we try to pick the best quality books. We try to pick ones that you can read and really enjoy. But every now and again, that doesn't... You know, it it doesn't strike you in that way. No, it's subjective, it? isn't it? It's like not a fail. It's, it's yeah. like I think people see these things as like positives or negatives, and in actual fact, it's just. But the thing is, a consumer, whether you're watching a film or you're reading a book, you know, you've got to take a hit every now and again, so you can at least pr- appreciate the good stuff a bit more. Mm. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I watched. Oh God, I watched um, Lost River, the Ryan Gosling mm. film. I've not seen that one yet. <sighs> that was hard work. Um. <laughs> But you know, I, I can't remember what film I watched afterwards, but I just remember thinking that was like. Yeah, I caught a. I ended um, up appreciating that a lot more. A Ryan Reynolds one called The Nines. I think I was just oh. back from Ireland and it was like first thing in the morning and Mike um, himself was sort of. Well, we could either unpack and do sensible things or we could close the curtains and pretend that you know, it's still night and mm-hmm. watch this movie instead. And we did it, Melissa McCarthy, Ryan Reynolds. I can't think of the name of like, the lady that's sort of the final three. In, in, um, and it's just a really well thought out kind of sci-fi mystery mm-hmm. sort of thriller thing. And, and, and I'd never heard of it. I don't think mm-hmm. anybody had ever mentioned it to me. Um, a few, few weeks ago, we watched um, Miss You Already. Mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore. Tony Collette. Mm. I went in with a particular expectation in it's mind. Yes. Well, I, what I had forgotten is that both of those women have subverted the expectations placed on them so much. Mm. It is a beautiful film, perfectly paced, mm. timed. Their partners aren't stereotypes. Mm. Like the guys are characters mm. too, which doesn't yeah. always happen in chick-led movies. Yeah. And it's about cancer. It's not. Cancer is the subject, the 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 world building, but the point is the relationships mm. throughout. Yeah. I have so much to say about this mm. film, um, but, and and it's it's not often now that I'll come out of like a mainstream film without going, I couldn't have a conversation with those women. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and I'm well, sorry, or as I could rather, I'm I was watching that kind of going like, those are absolutely people that would be sat in the bar behind mm. me. I yeah. believed that they were real yeah. characters in that way. So it, yeah. can, it can still happen on the mainstream. It's just you've oh, got gotcha. to oh, not, yeah. oh, put a little bit thing. more thought into it. That's I one think, thing I think is really important is that like when you hear about independent cinema or anything like a cinema club or whatever you want to call us, it's easy to think art house French uh, yeah. movies. It's which I love as well, but I do not like I, I I love so many mainstream movies as well as independent films, and they definitely have their place. And it's kind of really interesting because in Leeds we're not short of cinema. No. We're very blessed because we've got multiplexes and we've got Hyde Park and we've got Cottage Road, um, and there's like screenings in pubs and things. We are well catered for, so it makes it even harder sometimes to get an audience and think what else can we do. Mm. But I think that's a beautiful thing of it that. Each one serves their purpose. There's definitely films that I'd rather sit in a massive multiplex to watch. Yeah. Um, and then there, are, there are other films yeah. that I would like to see in a different way. Well, one of the one of the films that I, I saw with you last year, or this year, I guess, I'm, I'm already in Christmas mode, can you tell, um, was Wayne's World. Mm. I yeah. cannot remember a time in my life 
before Wayne's World. Mm. Um, it's kind of like the the frog chorus song at Christmas. I grew up with that song. Mm. My yeah. dad can remember a time when Christmas didn't have the frog chorus yeah. song. That's just bizarre to me. But last year, uh, this year, I got to see Wayne's World at the cinema. Mm. Yeah. That was unreal. <laughs> a few years ago, I went and saw Labyrinth, the Hyde Park Picture House, yeah. and they do the Rocky Horror, mm. which was my first time to see the Rocky Horror in a, a cinema, mm. let alone... I had I thought that it was more of a big um, you know American thing I hadn't realised the costumes were going to come out and play oh, yeah. that was oh, yeah. awesome yeah. you know and I had no experience of any of that you know growing yeah. up so I think it's it's I'm I'm so invested in like the the new stuff that you've got going, but there's also a part of me that's like, and what massive blockbuster from my childhood yeah. will I finally get to yeah. see in the cinema? No, I, you know, ever since I saw Jurassic Park and Jaws at the cinema. As an as a as an older. Oh my god! I saw them woman. the first time round. I saw Jurassic Park the first time round, um, which I thought was absolutely. Is that nineteen ninety three? Yeah. Oh my god! And something uh, was pointing out today that it's like what is it? Is it twenty two years? Old? Twenty years for Toy Story. It's twenty five. And I was like, I saw that when I first went out. It's forty years of Jaws. Which also means that seven. Is twenty years old. Yep. Yeah. Like, no, I'm refusing like, to accept that. That this was like the first film that, like, where I kind of came online with like film and like storytelling and all that sort of stuff, and just learning about like the the credit sequence and stuff, the title sequence, Carl Cooper's and stuff, and then you go back and you watch films after that, and you just like you realize that a lot of the ones that you that you thought were good films. Yeah. Mm-hmm sucked <laughs> yeah like, you yeah. get shown something but don't you you're then able to find better appreciation of other ones that yeah but it's also that thing of going like, well I love I don't know I can't think of a shit film now you know when you, somebody goes what are you reading and you're like nothing ever yeah. in the world I can't think of one Jingle All The Way there I love Jingle All The Way sometimes there are just times oh. when I'm absolutely in the mood for watching Jingle All yeah. The Way if you tomorrow. ask me if it's the greatest Christmas film ever made no I don't think that it is but it's enjoyable. Well, I think Never Been Kissed is in my top ten films. I do like Purely to. because it's so watchable time and time again. And that is an art in itself. And to me, I, I, I love it. Ten Things I Hate About You, everything about it looks flip and mm. you know, teenage yeah. and, and whatever. And it's one of the best Shakespearean adaptations yeah. ever. Yeah. You know, I mean, and also Heath Ledger gets to sing You're Just Too Good To Be True. I mean special moment what's not to adore <laughs> I think I think what one of the things I kind of like hope about Minnie is the kind of uh, film fan in me is like when I really really discovered films when I couldn't sleep as like a kid mm. and I used to watch one or two with my dad and like one for the cookies nest and things like that and things that I probably wouldn't be privy to because I was a bit too young but mm. I kind of watched them anyway mm. um and I was like, oh my god, these are so amazing. I'm so stuck in like this make-believe world all the time. And that was kind of like really great for me. And then I used to stay up like 13, 14. I had a little TV in my room where the video players built into the TV. Oh, yes. And um, I used to watch films every night. Very but sexy then, little numbers, those TV video cameras. Still works, yeah. love it. Oh, yeah. And will forever. And once I got through all my videos, it's like, what shall I watch? And like late night, I just stick the TV on. And there'd be a film on like BBC Two and they'd play them about... 11 at night yeah. and I, I um, kind of always got onto them when they were just like oh it's just like an American film so it's in a diner this will settle me down I'll fall to sleep to this turns out it's Mulholland Drive and I won't be falling asleep <laughs> in the next four weeks or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah exactly and um, I remember just 
holding the remote in case anyone came upstairs, I could turn it off and turn it off if it scared me too much. And then I'd never catch them just when they started. So I'd go to school the next day and be like, did you guys watch this film? How did it begin? Yeah. (laughs) No, but like, have you you watched it? And they didn't. And there was just no one at all to speak about this film. And there's no way for me to discover it Mm. in any other way than what I felt when I watched it. And I think that I hope that when people come here, especially if they bring like their teens or if they're like in their 20s, and then later in life they kind of go, hey, remember when that weird tiny red cinema and Mm. we saw that film and what, what, you know, that you're tracing this yeah. memory and this mm. feeling. And I think that's what I, that's my inner mm. hope. Well, I but really like kind of that. a little bit intrinsic, but. No, but I really like that because I think at its core, it's the fact that we're res- respecting the stories. Yeah. You know, and, and not, you know, not treating them the way, I think we've become very white noise around mm. it. Yeah. Go to a cinema, watch film, mm. come out, somebody will then say to you, I'm reading a load of books on the Kindle. I don't know, the authors for any of them. Mm. People are asking me what I'm reading and I'm like, I don't know, now that I don't have a front cover that has the name of the book and the author in front of me, I'm actually mindlessly Mm. reading. I'm not. I'm trying not to. I take it a lot with TV. I've just watched the uh, fourth season of um, American Horror Story. And like my... Was that the Freak Show? Freak Show one, yeah. But Housemate came through and I was like maybe six episodes in. And they were just like, so what's the name of that character? And I was like, you know what? I don't know, but I know, I know the name from the Richie one, or yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the ghost. I mean? I was like, yeah. And then I was thinking back, and I was like, to be fair, I only know the. I was like, no, that's not even their real. Like, I've I've got to the point where I'm giving the characters name like names their own fictional because I can't like I just can't bother to learn. I think that's really interesting because, just... because we become desensitized. Like I binge watch all the time, so you know I'm hypocritical when I'm kind of saying this. And luckily enough, in my job, I have to watch a lot of films, and we'll have like screen days where I watch four a day. Your life and sounds desen- very hard. <laughs> it's difficult. It's, you know? it's a struggle. Thank God you're doing it so that I don't have to. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I have a lot of shitty jobs before this point, but. But um, kind of, you become desensitized to it, and that takes away your kind of respect for it. So like, w- when you watch one to two, so that's what I hope our setup brings. It's mm. like we're doing it all for you. We're putting it on. We've got the cake, got the tea. So it kind of feels like home, but you're gonna get that cinematic experience. And you're also narrowing it down as well. Like you're yeah. saying, we've got these three all films these choices. of ten yeah. that you can go and look up in your own time. Yeah. But it would be so easy to have. Uh, a, a you know a, a season of five films mm. or of ten films mm. at what point does the quality control start yeah. Yeah. like I mean you know I had a billion and five book clubs at one point and yeah. at a certain point yeah. you have to just go you... either you need help or you start streamlining yeah. or figuring I've gone quarterly for most of them All right. so they'll still run but there's yeah. two months between but how many have you got on the go now? I next year I've three book clubs a month mm. for eight months Jeez. and two book clubs where I'm Two. I love how like, you're so celebrating got... this as if it's I like minimal. five a month no, this yeah, year. Yeah, and like... now you're down to like five, oh my God. Yeah. five different clubs. Well, we six six book clubs overall clubs, and right. two are run entirely separately. Because then you're when you're up to like eight or nine at one point. We, yes. Fool you. Well it, was, well, it was one of those where, um, you know, you get really... Into, and, and I think it, it ties in again with this respect thing that mm. you were saying. You get so into it. You're like, this is fun. We should replicate it over mm. and over and over again. Well, and then you realise part of what makes it fun is the fact that you take the time to yeah. read the book, to go there, to yeah. meet and socialise with people. If it becomes the full habit, journey. the way we watch television yeah. now, stick it on. You don't even have to be aware of no. what's on in the no. background. You can always rewind it, go back, catch it the next day. There's We don't sit down and mind... We're not mindful mm. about no. our, how we how we um, take our stories in, I yeah. think, at the moment. Um, Absolutely. And something like this. And I hope my book clubs... 
the idea is to focus back on well what's the core activity that we're doing here are we just killing time yeah reading a book watching a film yeah. or are you actually hoping to take something more mm. from it you know have those conversations make those you know the connections again and we, we, we kind of screened more than we ever have done before this year. Yeah, we wished you a bit. But, <laughs> but again, like, like you said, you know, it just comes to the point of... Like, and oh, I think you have to do it. You're five years, five years now, yeah. is it for me? And I'm six. I think you, there's just stuff you have to do. You have yeah. to burn the candle at both ends. Well, you yeah. have to come out but the other side. It was that one where like, people wanted to get involved and like, oh, let's collaborate on this. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, we said yes to you, you know, You're really flattered that people want to do stuff again. I've become really... I've like... I'm really looking forward. We're hoping Mini Cine and Leeds Book Club to, to do something next year to sort of coordinate a little bit and I'm really looking forward to doing that. Um, but I have become a little bit more like, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's we, a magical word. Oh, it's, it's the hardest word. Other than yeah. sorry, I think it's the hardest word to actually employ mm. with effect. But this But it feels so good to say no. But there's uh, but there's also that thing of or I'm not just saying no because I don't have time and mm it's not really my idea I'm also saying no because you're not reliable yeah. and I don't want to end up doing this thing you know so it's like Absolutely. doing stuff with them culturally minded with Tom you need to have a buddy there that you yeah. know if you're not having a brilliant day they'll keep it going and yeah. if you're not you know and, and vice versa I think versa. that's kind of the relationship we've kind of struck up and we're quite different in our personalities we're I can see that you utterly dominate him I mean he's crushed Shadow of a man. Oh, no. I like it. We should. Oh no! Oh, I'm a horrible person. <laughs> I used to be a well, beautiful, I... delicate snowflake Flower. before I met Abby, and now, and now I'm just, just like a rusty razor, shitty grey mush that you get at the side of the. Uh, side of the Please God, I don't think that's what you to ever me. describe me to anybody. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I, I think we no. kind of we're very different in personality in terms of. Um, I'm quite extroverted and introvert. The obvious ones, but like also, kind of, I kind of run away with ideas and enthusiasm. Want to say yes, and let's do this. And you have that too, but you have that more like okay, let's let's condense, let's bring us to the surface. What can we actually achieve? Mechanical about it, but like in terms of seeing where each bit fits into itself. Yeah. And I think I helped to funnel it down a bit, but then you're definitely a lot better than communicating it to other people in terms of what it is we're actually going to do because that you know i'll sit here and like go over every minute detail of how we're going to do so stuff. We, like, and i can see out people's yeah like yeah. eyes glaze over and it's just like oh god i wish abby was here to tell them what but it's that sounds like a but, really uh, like a really complimentary yeah, mix it really is helpful and i think also we've 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 been through a lot both in this in this um dynamic and also in our personal lives over the last year and we've had to pick it up for each other Wait, at various I'm sorry. points. You're running this and having a life. Yes. Can I get notes so from you afterwards? <laughs> well, well I'm thinking about doing a seminar. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So well, that's it. We do. That's the thing. We we find it difficult to to claw those separate separations. And now we both are very fortunate enough to have jobs in film. Mm. Are you finding that's creating str- stronger, are you being more strict about your boundaries? That's why we become yeah. more strict, more mm. decisive, more like, Definitely. more proud of our identity rather than really unsure and trying to be everything to ever because we know what all these things can be and we, we know some amazing community cinemas and we're like wow, 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 wow. We, we're just happy with what we are and building upon that because we're just stretching ourselves. We've completely. made a conscious point that this coming year, so mm. 2016, we're going to pull it back, put more focus back onto the mills because mm. this is where we started. Yeah. And 
you know, the staff here, like Leslie and Louise, and it's such a phenomenal so, resource. So supportive yeah, kind of thing. You know right. what I mean? There's no reason for them to really allow us to do what we do, but they they, they do. do it anyway, yeah. and we couldn't be more thankful for them. Yeah, when you just feel that synchronicity of, of being in sync and you're kind of and we've reaching tried, goals together. You know, particularly over the last year, we've tried different things with different um, like collaborations and stuff that you know have taught us a lot of things. They haven't necessarily worked out the best that, some will you know, in terms of like both sides well, some not so much but some of them been necessary in the but, process yeah. Yeah. and we're still and fortunate some really to unexpected ones that you're like yeah. that will never work out yeah. 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 Um, yeah but I think yeah next year we want to scale back and it's kind of that whole idea of less is more hmm. and we, we keep telling it's ourselves like, until it's a quality it, control thing, thing as yeah, well yeah it's like you know bigger isn't always better either you know what I mean people just seem to think that you need to build and build better is better yeah exactly and better can be smaller more contained more Think, solid a lot yeah. of the time you know we our structure doesn't get bigger but we refine what we do yeah it's all about providing a better product yeah yeah you know what i mean and a better brand which is oh, now we're gonna get all that kind no, of thing I know, I know but exactly at the same time you know what i mean so like but it does help you mm-hmm. know what i mean just in terms of like i mean we keep looking back every now and again because obviously once it gets to like april when it's like our birthday and stuff we yeah. kind of always look back over what we've had in the past and it's like you see year on year just how like little tweaks even just mm. in the branding of mm. how we present like you know color schemes and stuff within logos and stuff like that yeah. which now i'm going to start nerding out a bit because yeah. i do enjoy that sort of stuff <laughs> but um it, four hours of stationary talking yeah, later <laughs> more refined and stuff yeah. and i think you know like, but the practical for me like the practicalities tend to be the bits of the book club that or podcast for that matter that mm. nobody sees yeah and, yeah. and some, sometimes you're almost kind of like can I just tell you everything that I've done just to sort of get it out of me? And Can also I just have like somebody some go, well done. Yeah. Well spreadsheets. Yeah. Oh my God, my spreadsheet. An email chain. Last year we <laughs> lost a laptop. I lost my book club spreadsheet. Oh my gosh. It was, well, you don't realise how many books you read across six years mm. and eight mm. different book clubs and so on until it all goes missing and scorecards. Not be, that was why I ended up kind of getting in touch with everybody going, get me scores far. I'm getting them done. <laughs> Nothing else. I'm getting that bit up to date. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to touch on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, for 2016, I think your first season is known as Human Nature Season. Yeah. Are you keeping that on the down low, or can you give us this? No, is no, open. Yeah, this is open. Yeah, pronounced it. Tickets are available. Minicine.bigcartel.com. Or if you just want to look at our website and peruse what we do, it's minicine.org.uk. Oh, yep. I'm loving it. It's free flowing like this. There yeah, were at Twitter at minicine. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, all in your face in every way. All over it. Um, but yeah, it's okay. Um, that sounds let's it's pull friendly. Back a little bit for you me. decide whether you want to join any of those. So, this human nature season, yeah, yeah. we don't know how to communicate like humans. Um, so, human nature season is kind of we just realize it's this amazing kind of uh, kind of cluster of sci fi films, but that aren't too far in the future and hmm. kind of looking at human interaction at the same time with these these, these kind of fictional elements yeah. and scientific elements. Good. And we thought we were absolutely blown away by the skin. We thought her was really great. And then we thought about Never Let Me Go and how mm. it kind of like went it's under a, the surface a, but was really I, good. Like um, the three of a lot of, it's a, the, the psychology of it is a lot about identity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. identity. Place in yeah. Well, like I think the actual, we said that the sci-fi element is quite minimal. You know mm. what I mean? The, mm. It's... 
Well, just the psycho so elements kind of are a catalyst for the human elements yeah. to kind yeah. of bring that out. Well, I think people, so, people get confused around science fiction as well, mm. where they assume oh, it's, oh, it's got to be set in space and there'll be massive yeah. oh, explosions. Yeah. And you're going, actually, science fiction in the 50s was a phone you could yeah. carry in your pocket. Yeah. Mm. The reality of science fiction done well is that it's not, a, it's, it's, in a, it's, it's unobtrusive. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the phone that has greater computing power than how we flew to the I just think of like yeah. 2001 where people were saying like one of the most like mind-blowing things when it first came out was the um the picture telephone where he's talking yeah. to his girl uh and that's you know that's Skype <laughs> what was that what was that film mm. that we watched um here uh sci-fi season oh Westworld Westworld mm. um which is a film that I very much enjoyed as a kid. It it is dated, and I think mm -hmm. that's fair yeah. to say that it's dated. But even within that, there were aspects, you, you know, that Star Trek thing where you're going like, it's fake there, yeah. but it's real now. now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's a lot of stuff like that that wouldn't necessarily get yeah. held up as like we have we have instant communicators because of Star Trek or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's probably part of the reason why we have you know our ability yeah, to influences culture. It's yeah. it's awesome like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the, the three films are Her in January, Never Let Me Go in February, and Under the Skin in March. Yeah. Um, what other highlights? I know you've probably not got your full year planned out, so I don't want to ask for too many details, but what highlights do you have planned for 2000? Working with me, obviously. Yes. <laughs> We've been working five years, so to just get your telephone number. Yeah, that, it's, it's, I'm just... Stash okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so we've just, this afternoon, we've been talking about our... The season that we're going to be doing obviously after that and so we're You're probably going to take planning. yeah we're going to probably take off um the fourth quarter of next year off again i think because we need that rest kind of thing which yeah. is nice um so we're plotting for uh quarter two Sorry. and quarter three um Maybe we've got something kind of i mean with the brewing like, for um leeds indie film festival yeah Ooh, leeds, indie food, leeds indie food festival yeah so. we like food cake's been a big part of our lives and our cinema i was too stone light when i first started <laughs> yeah be prepared but um yeah we, we, i know it's we don't want to sound coy or anything but like we've got these little ideas yeah we just need to finalize some things but it's really, really, really exciting. And I don't really, um, yeah. I don't think we want to say anything unless until you know it, we've it's got definite. it. Because, yeah. yeah, it's kind of one of those things. But we've the, had stuff in the past where it's like, oh, that'd be awesome. It and then sounds it's never as though you feel moving forward. It sounds like you're in a really confident, like, place that yeah. you, you're, you're, you're not saying that you've cracked it or you know yeah. exactly no. what you're doing or anything, but you're definitely well, on a path that you recognise um, and you want to I be there. If we mentioned, but... Um, <laughs> Well, as, as, it, as it happens... I thought something did happen this year, a rather nice little something. I can't think of the details. Yeah, um, so back at the beginning of October, we were um, we, we were crowned Film Society of the Year 2015 by Cinema for All, which yeah. was very nice. Um, we also won awards for Best Film Programme again, which was awesome, and Best Marketing and Publicity. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I think... We didn't have confidence. We were absolutely flabbergasted. Like, yeah. we could not... It's still sinking in. We gave the worst acceptance speech. No, yeah. it was terrible. I did cry as well and I don't cry. Oh, cry. no. It was horrible. But, um, 
you know, and the button on my dress is kind of popped and things like that. It was oh, very graceful. This sounds, this very sounds just graceful. I am Josie Grossy. Please tell from me never being that there's video <laughs> um, of this in the world. I asked for no. no, no, no. <laughs> Some photographs of us winning. Um, but with that, we've kind of had to think about it gave us a perspective of our identity in an objective mm. way because we just didn't see ourselves well, you, you, well. you stopped being the little underdog. Yes, yeah, so now we're the little cinema yeah. that could and when yeah. the little cinema that is doing and, and I think it's made us more confident thinking, you know what, we don't have to like climb for all these different things we can't achieve that will just burn us out. Instead, yeah. we're going to do what we love and hopefully others will love it too. Because um, the, year, the year previously, back in 2014, we were given the special mention, um, which doesn't, isn't handed out every year yeah. kind of thing so um, that was a nice part so that, that was cool and we yeah. were, to be fair that at was the time, your first year was it that was your first that year that was my first year nice yeah it was beautiful like, I think at the time it was we kind of felt that's cool hmm. that's probably as high as we'll ever get yeah. kind of thing and it's not all about awards and stuff but it's nice to have that little recognition oh, no. you know you've it's been never, talking it's about it's like never about the awards but it's also it's something about having somebody go you've done well it's just awesome it's nice to know that you're up because it's I mean, a bunch of talk. strangers just judging an application. And and they've got to know what you do and who them. you are, and like for them, it's to a think big that world. We were... There are a lot of people yeah. out there, yeah. and to, to realize that there is somebody going, "Well done, you've made your little corner of it yeah. a bit better." Well, that's, that's it. An incredible boost. I mean, there's only yeah. two of us running this, whereas yeah. you know there are other larger you know, societies, film societies and yeah. organizations that have got, you know, six, seven, eight committees. Yeah, the staff football team. Yeah. And obviously they do more screens and stuff throughout the year and this, that and the other and their audiences might be bigger but that's obviously what works for them. Yeah. I think personally the this size of audience, I think anything, once you start getting past 30, 40 people, you start to lose certain inclusivity uh, within like audience members and stuff. But after we won, after we were given the special mention, we did start to get a bit of confidence there because we were like, oh, well, you know, like, they obviously one of them is the right track maybe we could do this next year and da, da, da. so i think that's why we ended up tr trying to do as much as we did like over the last 12 months yeah mm. obviously that's paid off but we said that once we got the you know the film society of the year we just it was almost like a pressure was off kind of thing it was like we've done really well kind of thing you mm. know what i mean we've, it, we've really been able to take stock and I don't know, it's still hard to put it in words kind of thing because it's just like yeah, if if yeah. the if you could see the pair of them here, they are just like happy little toasters. It's the nicest but look even, though. You're just you're just like jeez. <laughs> it is just today, incredible. When we've been doing sort of like the planning and stuff this morning, it's never been a case of oh well, what how do you think about doing this kind of thing? We've pretty much just been like we could do this, mm. this'll yeah. work there kind of thing and we've just got so much more conviction in what we're doing. Mm. Um, I think so. And I think, yeah, I mean, we've already said that I think if if half the stuff that we've got planned for this year, not even big stuff, but mm. just those little fine details, if we can get half of them kind of get done, great. I think we'll probably, yeah. it could be our best year ever. ever to be honest well, that seems like a really optimistic note to, uh, to, to end on. So I'm now yeah. going to do that terrible thing mm. that I hate when people do to me. <laughs> um, not now down to a final one, but was there a particular film or short this year that impacted on you greatly? Mm. And overall, during your mini cine experience, have there been, like, say, three films or shorts that really yeah. stood out for you? Um, They're both just like throwing me these I, you devil looks right now. There, there, there are a lot. I think the main one that stood out for me on a personal level, on kind of like a, a loan level, was Mary and Max. 
which we show as part of an animate season about uh, films, animation films that depicted friendships. Mm. And I've seen that film before and I thought, oh, what a cool old film, you know, nice, kind of twee. But then this time when I watched it round, uh, this time round I watched it in the mini cine audience, I realised just the from the animation style, um, the boldness and the, the truth about mental health, and I thought that was incredible to mm. see in a film, and especially in an animation film where um, they're kind of knocked off as mm. these kind of side films and not real art, when they're very artful, and um, it spoke to me a lot in many ways, and I thought that was really good, and we kind of was kind of at the time where we built this new audience, and our themes were kind of locking in in sync, and. Mm. We served like chocolate hot dogs, which is like the, the character's favourite. But it was a he just puts a chocolate bar in a bread bun, but we had oh like Oh god. We had like that sounds just foul. No, not me. No <laughs> these, these are brilliant, yeah. Um, there were like there were chocolate salt caramel brownies and a cinnamon okay, brioche yeah, but you're, you're that's what we over served. Again. Um, and it was just really, really nice and special and I felt really part of something. Yeah. Was that a, a short or that was a full feature, feature yeah. Feature film. Um and then I, I really liked Bender Balili, which was a part of our African season about these paraplegic homeless people, in, in fact, in Africa, who had this band. Uh, more joy and um, kind of uh, self-identity than I've seen in anyone or anything. And despite all that was against them, and um, people kind of stood up and clapped. Mm. And that was really amazing to be part of, to think that they've been affected in this way. Yeah, so that was pretty special. Most popular one, that's like the top rated one. Yeah. All of them, so um, what about yourself? Do yeah. you have something similar? Yeah, or? I've got some stuff. I was going to say Mary Max as well. I think that's that's become one of my favourite films ever yeah. since we've sort of like screened it, just because I think it exemplifies everything that we kind of value and represent in terms of what we do at Mini Scene. Mm. Um, I think the Moulard screening that we yeah, did yeah that's pretty special um looking back on it it was we we didn't do a great job of promoting it properly yeah in terms of like in the right way that it should have been pushed and stuff and we didn't get big numbers for it um and at one point we were considering cancelling the screen but mm. we thought no let's just plow ahead with it and i think that was a turning point as well in mm. terms of our confidence because we were just like no we're going to pick the films that we've picked are the films that we deserve yeah, to be yeah. the, even if no one shows up they're films that deserve to be screened yeah so uh, that was really cool but i've had a couple of other ones i mean the, the year that i was on my own um i think i was at the point where i was considering even just ending mini mm. cine mm. and then i showed uh i am breathing mm. it's a, just a beautiful documentary uh about um a man called neil platt and it's a it's made up of whole movies of his last um, two or three months of living with motor neuron disease. Oh. It's really raw kind of thing. I mean, I've I, like I don't mind saying like I'll well up a, mm. a film, but that one it was kind of like turned off, mm. and I just had to take a good twenty minutes just mm. to have a bit of a song and just like mm. think about stuff. It was just really really honest. Mm. Um, in terms of ones this year, I don't know, like. We showed one called, um, there's a short film called Kane's Arcade. Yeah. Oh, that was such yeah, yeah, yeah. so a good short Because I get such a nice response from, from And people. the thing is, is that on, like, on page, you're kind of like, well, that's a bit hokey. And then when you watch it, you're like, 
there's nothing about that that isn't sincere. You it just have comes to melt through in when every you watch that. But yeah. like yeah. from the guy who goes, Well, I've bought the lifetime tickets, so I was like, You are a saint. I know. <laughs> you know, it's, like, oh my god. It's hard to yeah. take, yeah. Um, and the archive does well. There's a couple of other shorts and stuff that I quite like. Oh, I, I, I never watch shorts. I've never watched them. I yeah. go to sci, sci-fi yeah, yeah, yeah. Conviction, uh, conventions and they show <laughs> shorts throughout. And then I attended Mini Cine this year. And one of the things I was I was so struck by the impact. I mean, of course they're... It's like short stories. The length doesn't have matter no. with the content. I think but I was... There was one that... That one, um, Kane's Arcade. Yeah. And then there was one I think was called The Archive. Yeah. And, um, and I found both of them. I was just like, oh my God. This is mm-hmm. such a complete story in this and of it. itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it I was... think short... People think of short films as maybe, you know, something like a music video or a cat climbing into a... YouTube stuff. A washing machine. Yeah, YouTube shit. Go to Vimeo. There's a lot more better stuff on there. Mm. And in fact, obviously, we've got a list of everything, like all the shorts and stuff up on the website. But yeah. if you go to our Vimeo page, and we've have... everything that we've shown, we've kind of liked on there. So you can just basically yeah. go through all the stuff on there. Um, and I think yeah. with short films as well, there'll be things where I'm like thinking, like, was that something that happened? Was that in a film? Was I having a conversation like that? And it'll be just something really... Uh, something that's stuck from a short film and it's playing around in our minds yeah. still. And I think that's quite powerful. And that's well, I think shorts um, have, have, I've found that they have a much greater capacity for that with you. Yeah. It's like yeah. my brain looks at a movie mm. and puts that in films. Mm. Whereas with a short, it's far more down the documentary, real life information route, if you know yeah. what I mean. But even the, uh, you know, the fiction stuff, it's, it, 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 there's a lot more focus because obviously you're just concentrating on maybe like one idea. Mm. And I think it gives you more scope to to investigate an idea that you wouldn't necessarily get in a feature film or you might get lost yeah. by doing it in a feature film spreading it too thin and there have been times where I've watched a feature film and it's like it, it's a this would be great as a short film yeah. but you've, yeah. tried, you've tried to stretch an idea too far too far um, whereas you know a, a short film you can watch it you know it can be like a minute two mm. minutes or it can be you know ten or twenty minutes kind yeah. of thing but it's they tend to be a lot more sort of like compact and concise kind of thing even if and even if they are a little bit unfocused you're probably going to get more out of it just as much out of it yeah. than you would with the feature as well so. well thank you so much thank for you. um for giving me the the, the time no, to chat with you this afternoon um i'm obviously going to try and get some pictures of the cinema and stuff mm. to accompany this and yep. um, you were brilliantly smooth earlier in outlining ways that people could get in contact with you any chance you could replicate that um, yes yeah so website is www dot and it's kind of don't need that minisini dot org dot uk that would be a no um, then uh, no I can't replicate so that so is it right okay uh, website minisini dot org dot uk you can get uh, where you can read about everything that we're doing it has current listings and stuff tickets are available from minisini dot bigcartel dot com we're also on Twitter Facebook and Instagram as minisini yorks minisini yorks uh, you can check out the uh, search for us on Vimeo. Um, playlists are up on 8tracks.com and uh, YouTube. And if you want to get in touch, it's hello at minisini.org.uk. Um, yeah, um, tickets are £5. That gets you... Uh, cake, tea, cake. films, short films and two winning smiles. Boom! All for a fiver. What? If you want, I can just cut that out and send it to you so you can put it on your website as an That's not a good thing.
Yeah. Right, well, thank you so much. Thank and, you, Nee. Just many, Merry Christmas to Mini City and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas to you. Merry and Christmas to everyone else.